And now, O Lord, may the words of our mouths and the meditations of all of our hearts be found acceptable in your sight. For you are our rock and our strength and our redeemer. If through the words of this human being we do not hear your voice, O God, we ask that you would speak to each of us then here in the quietness of the heart. Amen. You'll see in your order of worship today that the title of today's sermon is Another Model Prayer. Now the phrase model prayer is one that we often associate with the congregational prayer we offered just a few moments ago in the service that we commonly know as the Lord's Prayer. It's the prayer that Jesus taught us. And in Luke's Gospel, Jesus even says, this is how you shall pray. And that's how it became known as the model prayer, the prayer that we follow. And for centuries, communities of faith like ours have obeyed Jesus' command. When we gather, we say that prayer together. And you know, sometimes we sing it, sometimes we speak it. And while, we, while many of us do offer it individually, it's a prayer that's meant for our voices to offer together. And one of the things I love about when we say the Lord's Prayer together and when we say the Apostles' Creed or whatever our affirmation of faith is uh, at that time, when we are saying something, when we're declaring something together, when all of our voices are speaking the same words, think about this for a moment, friends. We're not, we've still got our political opinions. We've still got our ideas. We've still got our philosophies on life. We haven't changed, but we have come together in unity around one purpose. In those moments, all that matters to us is that we are saying the same words as the person next to us. There is such power in unity, and especially in unity that comes from prayer. And scripture abounds with other model prayers that we can offer together, that we can offer maybe not on Sunday, every Sunday morning in this space, but we can all be praying in our homes. And in that spirit of unity, that is where the power of the Holy Spirit so often comes in. And as we know, the Lord's Prayer is very important, but it is not the only prayer from Scripture that we should model. And before we embark on the topic of this other model prayer from the book of Colossians today, let's just talk a little bit about that word model that I use here. Did you know, according to dictionary.com, that this is a very versatile and diverse word? Model can be a verb, a noun, or an adjective without changing a single letter. And as a noun, there are 11 different definitions. As a verb, seven different definitions. And as an adjective, three different definitions. If my math is correct, that's 21 different definitions of one word. Modeling takes many different forms, just like prayer does. All of us, if we were to go around the room and say, tell me what your prayer life looks like, there are going to be similarities, but there are, my, my guess is there is a very small difference among all of us because even though we come together in the spirit of unity, God created each of us unique, and we each have a unique re- relationship with God, and thus we have a unique prayer life in some, in, in some capacity. And what we see in this idea of a model prayer that we can come together and pray together as one is that we can learn so much from them. And I just want to take a moment to look at the definition, the, uh, the, uh, the adjective definitions of the word model. There are three of them. Don't worry, I'm not going to do the 11 uh, noun versions uh, and read those to you. But as an adjective, the word model means this. It can mean exemplary. It can mean excellent 
Or it can mean a small or miniature version of something exemplary. This is the model that you need to go by. Something that's excellent. A model student, for instance. I'm sure we have many model students in the room today who exhibit all the excellence of what they have learned. And then a small or a miniature version of something, that's like a model airplane. If any of you are in, or have ever worked on a model airplane before, it's a small version of something else. And friends, that is what prayer is all about because prayer, prayers in the scripture... When we see prayers in the scripture, like the one we're going to look at in Colossians today, it's exemplary. It's something set up as an example that we need to follow. It's excellent. I mean, it's in the Bible. Of course, it's a top-notch prayer if it's in the Bible. And here's what I think is so important. Every time we pray these model prayers from scripture, it's a miniature version of of heaven on earth that we experience. Because every time we open the scriptures, every time we offer the scriptures in prayer, we're experiencing that little miniature version of all the glory that is to come. Now, why is it then, if we've got so many model prayers in the scripture, that so many of us only know the Lord's Prayer? And I just want to say today, if you're thinking, yep, that's me, that's the only prayer from scripture I know is the Lord's Prayer, Friends, this is not an ad, this is not a correction or an admonishment or any way today. But I do want to issue an invitation today that if that's the only prayer you've memorized, fantastic. That's a great starting place. Let's build on that. And but one thing that is so true about prayer about these model prayers, sometimes we don't take the time to memorize them. Memorization comes easier for some of us and other my baptists in the room if you are if you have a baptist background in the room i'm guessing you had sword drills bible drills where you had to memorize scripture by wednesday evening when you went to church when you were growing up for some of you others of us have been involved in other activities before where we had to memorize scripture or had to memorize things for school some of us take to memorization more easily and that is something that keeps us from learning the prayers of scripture we think i'm not good at memorizing something well, I'm going to introduce you today to some ways that you don't have to necessarily memorize the prayers, but when you repeat them, when you're constantly exposing yourself to them, just like the mustard seeds with the kids earlier, you saw how that came back to them. And the more they say that, the more it sinks into their heart and the more that they believe it. It's easy to learn something when you hear it and you say it a lot. And we hear the Lord's prayer beyond the church and we hear it in the church so much. It's easy for us to learn. But I also want to issue something today about, about, or say something about today's message. Like I said, this is not a reprimand if you haven't learned a prayer other than the Lord's Prayer. It is an invitation to learn some new prayers in the scripture. But this is where I, I know I can get into some tricky territory. Today's message is also a warning for us, though. And I use the word warning very cautiously, but I think it's necessary today because, friends, as we can see, we don't have to look far to see that chaos is all around us, that the world at times feels like, it, you may feel like at times the world is falling apart, that nothing is as it should be, be it things going on in the world or something going on personally in your life. And we know that Jesus is going to return one day. We don't know that day or that hour, but we know that he is coming and that we need to be ready. And one of the ways that we need to be ready is to pray to pray as he taught us to pray, not just with the Lord's Prayer, but with all of the rich prayers that he has given us in Scripture. But here's the thing we do as human beings. When things get hectic or when things get tense or when we get stressed, there are two things we often want to do. We want to do something 
or when we want to take action in some way, or we want to say something. We want to respond with our actions and our words. And friends, we know that Scripture tells us as believers in Jesus, we do need to use our words. We do need to use our actions to represent who He is. But before we do or say anything that the Spirit is leading us to, we first need to take it to the Lord in prayer. Everything about our lives should have a rhythm of prayer to it, a rhythm of prayer. Well, what does that look like? Well, let me give you an example of this. About a month ago, I went to a concert to hear two of my favorite worship leaders. Uh, I say they were in concert. It was more like a worship night, even though they had some pretty cool lights and some pretty cool action going on. But they had all the words to the songs up on the screen. And let me preface this by saying I was one of the oldest people probably in this concert, if I had to guess. And one of the artists that was there uh, that I enjoy so much is Phil Wickham. Many of you may be familiar with some of his songs. And one of his songs that has been playing on Christian radio for about two years now is called Battle Belongs. And it is a song that as soon, I mean, people knew the words to the songs at this concert, don't get me wrong, but when that opening drum beat started to that song, the room exploded. I mean, the few people that were sitting down were on their feet. Hands were clapping, hands were raised, and but more, more so than that, everybody, I would say 90 to 95 percent of that room was singing that song. And these are the words to the chorus, the beginning of the chorus. When I fight, I fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. And there was something in that room Everything changed when that song came on. The whole concert was fantastic. There were actually some songs that I liked hearing even more than that one, but there was something about Battle Belongs that I left thinking, what is it about that song? And there are probably a lot of answers to that question, but for the purpose of what we're talking about today, there were two things that came to me. One was that this song had a distinct rhythm to it. It had a distinct beat that people were hearing over and over and they learned it and the song came naturally to them because they learned that rhythm. But also coupled with that, the song was all about a confidence in who God is. And friends, that is what prayer should be in our lives. We need to have a rhythm of prayer and where our prayers have to come from a place of confidence in who God is and what he has done for us. Because we know this, battles are a part of life. Spiritual tension is high. And before we spur forward to fight any battles, we first need to fight those battles on our knees and more so now than ever. Learn to pray as scripture teaches us. Learn these model prayers. And one of the best places to find these prayers are in the letters of the New Testament. That's where Colossians is found. And I just want to ask you about this for a moment as we jump into these first words from Colossians. How many of you, when you send an email or a text, begin your email or text by saying, Hello, dear one. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I speak a blessing over you today. What time do you want to have dinner tonight? It's not the way we communicate nowadays, right? But every letter of the New Testament begins like that. Not with, a, not with a request, not with a demand, not with something that is needed. No, Paul and Peter and John and all of the writers of the New Testament, their letters begin with a prayer. They begin with a prayer of blessing, more specifically. Because friends, every prayer has blessing in it. Even if it's a plea for help, 
We are blessing, we, we are speaking blessings simply by calling out to the Lord. And what Paul is doing in this letter, he's greeting his brothers and sisters in the faith. These are people that he never gets to see, but he loves them. People who are enduring great hardship of following Jesus in a pagan culture and keeping their faith in the midst of temptation. And he always, instead of, he, there's so much he could jump right into. There's so much business that he could tend to in the letter. There's so much theology that he can teach. But he always, and all the other writers of the New Testament, they always began with a prayer. And that's what I'm talking about when I say we need a rhythm of prayer in our lives. Find that space in your day, in the hour, in the week where you can begin with prayer. When we sit down to bless our meals, when we eat our food together, right? Do we bless it in the middle of the meal? Well, maybe if you're really hungry and you forget to bless it before him, but you pray for what you are about to receive. And that is where the power of prayer comes in. We're saying, God, there are battles to fight. There are things to do, but I'm going to fight on my knees before we jump into what is before I jump into what I need from you. And that's how Paul structures his letters. And he gives us a great model here of how to begin our prayers. I love how this starts. Look with me again in verses nine and ten. For this reason, since the day we heard it, we have not ceased praying for you and asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of God, of God's will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you may lead lives worthy of the Lord, pleasing to him as you bear fruit in every good work and as you grow in the knowledge of God. Friends, you could take these two verses and just pray them every day this week and you have covered so much territory. Praying this over your family, over your church, over yourself. Remember to pray for yourself. Don't forget, it's not selfish to pray for yourself. It's important to do that as well. But look at what Paul is saying to pray. To pray for knowledge of God's will, spiritual wisdom, spiritual understanding. That we would lead lives worthy of the Lord. To be pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work. Now, as you hear all this, you may say, what does all this mean, preacher? What is spiritual understanding? What is spiritual wisdom? Well, how much time? do you have today? We could do about four different sermons on each of these that Paul is praying for. But what I would encourage you to do now is as you pray these things, as you repeat these prayers, as you make this prayer a rhythm of your prayer life, you you can't help but understand a little bit what it means. The Holy Spirit teaches us as we pray. The Holy Spirit reveals truths about scriptures as we pray those scriptures. The more you pray it, the more you'll understand it with time. Revelation and understanding of God's word takes time and persistence because we are mining a treasure chest here deep and wide with the knowledge of God and the prayer doesn't end there. Look at verse 11 as the prayer goes on. May you be made strong with all the strength that comes from his glorious power. May you be prepared to endure everything with patience, joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has enabled you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. Now, if, if from now on, if you ever find yourself saying, I know I need to pray, but I don't know what to say or how, friends, take these two verses, verses 11 and 12, and put them somewhere when you're having that moment or mark them in your Bible where you're like, God, I know I need to pray, but I don't know how and I don't know what to say. Everything you need is covered in these four verses, but especially in verses 11 and 12. We're asking for strength. We sang about give us strength, give us courage in our first hymn today. Give us strength to be prepared with patience, 
that we would joyfully give thanks that God would enable us to share in his inheritance strength from his power ever interspersed with prayer requests should always be thanksgiving, joy, glory. And these model prayers show us and give us a gift. We have a gift in a prayer like this to go to. And before you know it, you'll start adding your own words to it and you'll begin to see new things that God is revealing. Because in these prayers at the, at the beginning of every letter before any teaching is the request for God to reveal himself in some way. And so that is what we are called to do. And so I invite you this week, friends, as I prepare to read these last two verses as a prayer over you to lead us into our affirmation of faith. I invite you to start here with Colossians. Take this prayer and just pray it every day. Find a time to pray these verses. And if you want to go beyond this, go to Ephesians. The first chapter of Ephesians has a very similar prayer. If you're tired of Ephesians, go to Philippians. Go throughout your scripture in the first chapter of the letters. You will find these model prayers. But I want to encourage you to do this, not just because it's something that I'm telling you to do or warning you to do, but because it's something that we just do as Christians. It's something we can't help but feel better about when we, at, when we simply give back to God the words that he has given to us. And why do we do this? Best yet, verse 13. We do this because he has rescued us from the power of darkness. He has transferred us to the kingdom of his son. We have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. This is why we pray, friends. This is how we can pray. is because God has brought us out of darkness and into everlasting light. So I would encourage you this week, find that time, find that space, and from there, find your rhythm of fighting on your knees with your hands lifted high, whether you physically lift your hands or not, does not matter to me, that's between you and God. But what that song means when it says with hands lifted high is with a spirit of surrender, a spirit of trust, because the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle is not ours to fight, friends. He's already won the battle. So let us, before we speak and before we take action, fight on our knees. For he is the one who has brought us out of darkness. He is the one who has transferred you to his kingdom of light. So let us do so in the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and the name of the Holy Spirit, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins, now and forever. Amen.